Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Hate Journals. AP, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. <laughs> Just good. Like We're I'm, both good. Like, I'm still obviously working. Um, yes, yes, yes. And we have a f- pretty much a full staff, so we really did, everyone kind of like, took an L to make sure that nobody was unemployed, which I would gladly do. Mm-hmm. I never want anyone ever to lose their job. It's just like such a thing that I would feel like so awful and guilty about. So yeah. we have a full staff. So I still have like everyday office issues, whereas other people, I call them screaming on the phone and they're just like chill. Like they just woke up from a nap. Maybe they're drinking a light rosé and they're just like, oh, my God, that sounds I awful. I want to know if the number – I was trying to talk to my husband about this, but he is not the remote worker to discuss right. this because my husband is a psychopath. Okay. He doesn't day drink. He doesn't night drink. It's wild. He – in between, like, meetings and stuff, he's doing push-ups. And I know I'm describing like a light douchebag, but imagine somebody doing that with a great attitude. I just like the thing about your husband, though, is he is just the most. He can, he is the most, but he does it in a way that doesn't seem like a sociopath. Like if I called you and I was just like, and you were like, how's your day going? And I'm like, it's fine. Like Bill's in meetings and then in between he's doing push ups and shit. You'd be like, what? But, like, you tell me Ian's doing that, and I'm like, that sounds about right. Good right. for him. Right. And so you – but you know him and you understand that. Right. So the whole point behind that is I've been trying to do some, like, research because I'm like, I'm wondering if people cracking a couple cocktails during, you know, noon to 3 – not getting hammered, right? No, Tastefully. You no, like cocktails. Just, like, getting past the morning meetings. Right. You had lunch. Sorry. Getting past the morning meetings, right. you had lunch, and then you just – you need to take the edge off. Right. And I'm wondering, truly, is productivity going up? You Question. Is morale going up? Question. Obviously, the question of morale is going to be tough right now because right. you can't even fucking go outside. But – um, I'm just looking towards the future because I feel like a lot of people are going to be remote. I feel like a lot of places are going to be like, why are we paying for an office building? Uh, truly, why I are do. We yes, expending, I, yes. Why am I paying for toilet paper yes. for you to wipe your ass Right. when you're hoarding a bunch at home? I agree with you. Like, no, truly, <laughs> like it's I do. Future. I do wonder because and we were already kind of headed that direction. Anyway. Sort of anyways. I think a lot of it comes into who your bosses are, because that's the thing. It's like, you know how you have some parents that are like. They're out with their friends, maybe like a little like couple's dinner. And you're like, oh, you're a 14 year old and you're 12 year old or at home. Did you call a babysitter? And you're like, why would I do that? She's 14. Mm -hmm. I trust her. Mm -hmm. I trust my 12 year old. They know what time it is. They know what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you have some parents that are like, absolutely not. I have a fucking babysitter. I've got a nanny cam. I know what's going on. I can watch and see every fucking thing they do. They've got a list of everything on, which is like totally fine if Mm -hmm. that's your gig. But I feel like that is kind of very similar when it comes to like workplace. Like my boss 100% just trusts us. That is a She trusts me to do my job she knows she's like you know what i hired this woman i believe in her i trust her Mm -hmm. so i know for a fact that like this bitch is going to be doing her fucking job where some employers just cannot get over that that fear of like well what if they're home and not like they're not doing their job that's just like a personal if you are that boss truly i realize that there are fucking ding-dongs out there right right where you're looking at them you're like 
I mean, you really can't get this done. Right. Right. You're looking at him and you're like, not the one. Right. You're, you're not, not the one. You're that not can work the from one. Home. But right. unfortunately, I'm going to let you. But then I just think any strong leadership knows how to delegate to that. So obviously, you are not strong in just like crushing things out. So hopefully, instead of firing you or just like, ending this relationship hopefully i can just play up to your strengths which every ding dong has strengths every ding dong Uh, they just do they really truly do just the same way like every there's just a lot of things well the thing is too it's a reflection of you just like with being a parent right absolutely So, like if you're the parent that's at dinner saying that i I don't trust my kid at home well then there's something there's some disconnect there right where it's like my kid knows that like i will rappel down from the fucking ceiling yeah don't try me don't ever fucking try me you can try me a little i get that you're gonna be a teenager you're gonna live a teenage life right how else am i gonna check you so that you know this shit isn't okay right but like by no means am i ever concerned like you're gonna be throwing a because I know that deep down there is a fear that lives inside of you that knows that shit's not cool with me. So no if you're employer- party where you make out on your bed and right. you drink my alcohol, no high of that will ever come close to ever happening to the beatdown that you will endure you, mentally, exactly. emotionally, all spiritually. Of all of it. Check I'm going to I'm going to rock your faith in the good Lord. You're, you're gonna believe in nothing when I'm done with you. I'm, I'm gonna be watching you pray on your own for the first time. You're converting. So like, <laughs> you're converting. <laughs> She's like, I'm Jewish now. So if you are an employer and you cannot trust your employees, yeah, then that is a reflection of you as a manager, as a boss, as a director, and as an entire period. corporation. Period. My husband's been home and has been like sealing fucking deals. Like I call him and I'm just like, he's like, uh, another deal crushed it. Another deal crushed it. Like you should have faith in the people that you hired. You hired them. Yes. You fucking look at the resume. Yes. You talk to them. Yes. Maybe you did a working interview. Whatever the case is. Yes. You should know that like this bitch is rocking it. So I asked my husband to be honest with me. I said, do you feel like you're more productive or less productive? I said, Take it with a grain of salt considering the kids and I are here. And that is a level of distraction that not a lot of – I mean, typically, if you were working remote, um, typically, if you were working remote, that you wouldn't have that distraction, right? Right. Because I would be at work, the kids would be at school, and the baby would have – We'd have a regular source of childcare. Right. You would just be at home. A regular routine. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Um. So I did ask him that, and he didn't seem, which shocked me, and him, too. He didn't seem too sold on his productivity. It's not worse. He knows that. He said, you know, I'm getting all my shit done. But I honestly thought it would be better, and it's not. I think that there should be 50-50. So I think a lot of companies would truly benefit from, even if you said, okay, every other week you're going to work remotely, or... Two days a week in the office and three days a week at home. Like, I think that they're truly, it can be beneficial because, like I've said previously, Bill worked from home. He has worked from home almost the majority of his fucking career. Right. Because a lot of his jobs were based out of the East Coast. So there was no way he could go into an office. But I will tell you, I saw a drastic change in his personality when he was able to go to work because he was able to fraternize and like talk to other people. And they were able to like, you know, they have like, you know, just like inside work jokes and like a group chat. I think all of that is healthy. But I think you can do both. Yes. And let me just, 
as we're kind of going into this um, quarantine even deeper, I think a lot of us are realizing exactly what social creatures we are because a lot of us were talking about anxiety and being introverts and right. yada, yada, yada. The thing is with introverts, you, you are charged. You need to be alone to recharge the battery. Correct. But you also need somewhere to spend the battery. Right. And people are just now fully understanding that. So I don't even know if they fully, I hope they're opening up to an idea of it. Exactly. An idea of their personality. And that going along with like people who work at home is I think people have really romanticized this. Right. But exactly like you're saying, there is a motivating factor. It is a reason why from the get that people built a brick and mortar business, right? They had a house. They had a shelter in place where they could have conducted business out of their fucking garage. But they said, you know what? Let home be home and let work be work. Because for me, it is an extremely motivating factor driving into Midtown every day, um, away from my house, away from my part of town, getting me in work mode. I like to dress up because I like to go to fucking trendy coffee shops and I don't want to look like a dick bag. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, for sure. And I think, so I think there's two things about it. Number one, it depends on what you've always done for a living. So I, for the most part of the majority of my adult life, have always worked in a medical setting. So I am truly used to being around patients. Mm -hmm. I am truly used to being around office staff and and whatever that level that looks like, right? Mm -hmm. I think for people who work in a business setting, it's different. Whereas like you and I get dressed, we put on makeup, we want to put a, our best foot forward when we go out because mm-hmm. we know we are we are fucking, we are people facing, right? Whether it's patient facing, right. client facing, you're doing that. Whereas some people like my husband, he doesn't have to be client facing. They go into a business, but they don't have to be client facing with every single person uh, you that they up- interact with. Yeah. Also... There is something to be said about a shared common aggravation, right? (laughs) So when your kid pisses you off, you look at your spouse, they go to bed. Maybe you kind of laugh. You're like, did that motherfucker just say bitch? Like, like you scold your kid. You're like, that's not acceptable. Go to your fucking room. They close Mm -hmm. the door. You're just like, I'm I'm irate. And then you go in your room and you crack up with your spouse. You're just like, this little motherfucker is wild. Wild. Like, where the fuck did... We really need to start monitoring that little motherfucker. But when you work in a (sighs) business setting, you want to be able to bitch about what is happening, whether it be like trivial, like our boss wants to have another goddamn meeting. Like you all bitch about it, laugh about it, get over it, do it. Camaraderie from the end of time. They even say this is a study proven within um our veterans and people who go to war on the front lines is when it comes down to it when a band of brothers if you will right looks at each other when they're running in on the front lines they're not really so much thinking about like the good old us of a no they're thinking about their partner they're thinking about the guy right next to him yep and i just think that if you really take a step back and you think about that, you might you might understand it. You might feel and maybe appreciate even more now going into that brick and mortar job, the escape from your kids and husband or wife 
or the escape from your apartment and you're single. Right. Or the escape from your dog and your room. I mean, everybody needs a break. It doesn't mean that you have a broken home. It just means that you're a normal human being. No, you're like, these people that I chose to be around fucking suck sometimes. And one an- another <clears throat> thing, oops, another thing that I find fascinating about people who have like a lot of anxiety in these moments is I find a lot of relief when I'm talking with one of my clients um, face-to-face in the salon. And they're saying one thing, but their face and their body language is doing an entirely different right, thing. Right, 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 right. I think that that's a big leap. And when people yes. who need to go, whether you're talking to your boss, right? I'm talking on a client and like I'm exchanging goods and services. But if you're talking to your boss and they're emailing you, they could just be emailing you something fine. You might be taking it past aggressive and then you're fucking in your house day drinking, really overthinking things versus when you were there in front of her face, you totally understood what she was saying. Exactly. And I do know what I mean. I feel like there's a lot of room right now in remote land and virtual land for a lot of misinterpretation. Well, you know what I really love about my husband? So my husband works for, um, I'll share with you guys. It's totally fine. He works for a company. So if you've ever been inside of like St. Mary's or Renown, and you know the the TV screens that have like the waterfall and the music, the visual imagery and all that playing? That's the company that he works for. So they do that. The whole practice is to, they have researched and have psychiatrists and psychologists helping them figure out what is the most soothing thing that will make you feel at ease. While you were in a medical setting for someone who's maybe alone or not familiar with the hospital setting or it makes them nervous. Mm -hmm. That's their truly they're not just like out there taking pictures and like of streams and shit and just being like, good luck. (laughs) Hope it it works out. That's my job. (laughs) Just get that Spotify bitch and keep it rolling. So what I really love about his boss is she literally said to them, I miss you guys. Let's all Zoom together. Once yes. a week, twice a week, let's get on Zoom. Yes. I want to see your guys' faces. Not because I don't think you're doing your work. That's not it. But, like, I truly miss you guys. Well, I hired about, you. I like you. And think about our girlfriend Zooms that we've right. had. I mean, it is so heartwarming. It is. It feels so good. It does Doesn't it feel, feel more special than a phone call? Absolutely. When right? you are seeing somebody's facial expressions at the joke you're telling, I mean, you can't say that over a phone call. A no. laugh is wonderful hearing that or um, even watching maybe somebody who's having a hard time get emotional. It it just it compels you to feel a little bit, whether it's joy or whether it's compassion or whether it's a little bit of pity or sadness or whatever it is. Phone call is obviously the next best thing, right? right. You can hear inflections in people's voices and, and yada, yada, yada. Um, but for me, and I know you too, and yes, we can be alone, but like, I'm proud extrovert. Yeah. My fist is up in the air right now, you guys. Like, I love people and I miss people. And even when I've taken much shorter breaks than this, I've thought to myself, I miss human contact oh yeah just like hugging shaking hands hugging like, even shaking. patients oh my who i normally would hug like oh i had one God, lady totally. crying me yesterday and i was just like i wanted to hug her so bad but i was like i can't hug you i'm so sorry i think that w- what is happening now in our current climate is really going to change the way that we view and do a lot of things and one great thing that i've been trying to stay positive about is obviously we've been doing a lot more telemed telemedicine the amount of 
older people, even actually, I will take that back, younger and older. Honestly, age has nothing to do with it. It's more about being technologically not naive, refusing to learn. Because most people, once I'm like, it's super easy, I'm going to send you a link, you're going to click on the link, boom, I can see you, Mm -hmm. right? We just need to make sure that we're all using the same thing, whether it be Chrome or Internet Explorer, whatever it is. Mm Mm-hmm people's faces just have been lighting up. Like they are excited. They're like, oh my God, I didn't know I could do this. I'm going to do this with my aunt. I'm going to do this with my uncle. People who have been at home and didn't realize you have all the technology right there. You have an iPad, you have a computer that has a camera. You have all of these special, your grandkids or your kids being able to actually see the changes happening in your body. You ever go and visit a relative and you remember them a certain way and maybe it's been one to five years, right? That's not an uncommon jump for somebody to no, go without not. visiting yeah and you see him again and you're like jesus or everybody always says you know well grandma's getting older when you well see her, until you like, see her jesus grandma's really getting yeah older. and then you feel it right so i really hope that like this does help with people using more technology to stay more in touch with people who it's not that they didn't want to they didn't realize it was an option yeah and technology as much as like people want to like make this thing about being a millennial and blah 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 and we're always on our phones and yada 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 but you know what it's fun we're the fun we're (laughs) the first ones that are fun we're the first ones making it through it honestly millennials are not having a problem like they're just like i'm zooming i'm fucking facetiming i'm instagramming i'm i'm fucking twittering bitch i'm tiktoking it like i am having a blast i'm tick tick tickety tickety (laughs) tock Like, I am listening to podcasts. And like I said, I can promote this podcast. You and I can promote this podcast, obviously, because we want people to listen. But furthermore, we have seen personally a spike in our numbers because I really wanted and I've been really driving at home just like trying to post because I want people to realize there is more than just turning on a TV. There is more than just turning on a radio. You know, if you're feeling down, go and find a podcast that makes you feel really good. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling depressed, find a, a podcast about depression that can help you get out of that. If you're having, maybe your, your your marriage was on the rocks before this and you're just having a tough time with your spouse, get online. Go and look up some stuff. Do something that can really stimulate your mind that you don't really have to do anything, right? Podcasts, you hit play mm-hmm. and you keep it pushing. So I think it's really a, a strange time that we're in, but it is almost like going back to when you were a baby and learning to self-suit. Like you need to, as an adult, we forget that, right? Because we have so much going on. Work, groceries, laundry, errands, pick up your dry cleaning. Uh, are we going over to so-and-so's house this weekend? What are we making? Oh, I got to bring... like. We are so caught up in that every day. And Corona really has made us stop. Yeah. Relax. Reassess. Mm -hmm. And figure out ways to keep our minds busy. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing as individuals. It is very telling as individuals how we have been keeping ourselves so busy to the point where for one month we are kept inside and people are losing their minds. I, you know. Like that should be a, a huge wake up call to a lot of people and like i said i know what i'm saying and i understand that a lot of people are going to be like bitch you're still leaving the house i want you to know that i do that for patients if i could stay my ass at home and not worry about being infected i would but i can't and i'm Mm -hmm. never gonna not do my job because i'm worried about me that's not what i signed up for Mm -hmm. from the jump Mm -hmm. from the beginning so i i don't say that lightly 
but I do have a husband and a kid who like are stuck inside as well. And you mentally just have to figure out a way to get yourself to self soothe. Hundred percent. Um. Well, that was a good uh, tangent we were on. It kind of will jump into journal entries. Do you have one? Um, I week? do. So I truly am. You know, Corona obviously brings up a lot of things, but again, it doesn't, it's not that it doesn't affect me. I'm still going out every day. I'm still working. And I really am concerned about, and I hate the fact that I am seeing grown adults not use common sense. Just, I am not talking about above and above and beyond common sense. I'm not talking about just regular common sense. And I'm going to stretch this across the board. So today I went to the dentist. I grind my teeth. I cracked another tooth, had to go into the dentist. He wrote me a script, had to take it into the pharmacy. Pharmacist knows me, was just like, if you could just chill out for 10 minutes in the store, have it ready. I was like, Gucci, don't want to come back. I'll roam around. So I'm roaming around the grocery store. I got my mask on. I got my gloves on. I'm doing me. And the 90% of the people that were in there were all just using good old common sense, right? Mm-hmm. Their masks on, their gloves on, staying six feet away I from one another. I actually was obviously just at your grocery store because mm-hmm. mine was empty. That's why I was super excited to try another one um, across the street. And I was very impressed, side note, with your yes. store because everybody walking in was masking up, gloving up. And um, the staff taking precautions. Yeah, like they're everyone right there. I thought safe. this was pretty legit. It makes you actually feel safer. What makes right? you feel proud to be around fellow people who aren't fucking morons. Right. I look at my neighbors because that, yeah. like I told you, it was not the case two weeks ago. And so now that people are on the bandwagon, I feel so proud of my community. I'm like, I feel proud of the people that I live near. Mm-hmm. They get it. Um, again, this is not about politics. This isn't about who you voted for, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If it's a storm and it's snowing or if it's raining, grab an umbrella. Like, that's common sense. Don't let the rain just, like, beat you in the fucking face, bitch. Like, use some goddamn common sense. It's not a hoax. So I go in to the store. I'm roaming around. And I see this woman. She's got a cart full of stuff. And she's just, like, moseying. And she's got her four-year-old with her. And they're just, like, moseying. He's, like, on the ground, walking around. And I see her stop in the... Which is just gross in general. So I'm going to get there. So at first I see her, she's like moseying, like moseying like you would normally do in the grocery store. Like, I'm not in a big hurry. Got some stuff to pick up. Let's see what's on sale. She moseys over to the bacon. And I'm watching her. And she is, not only is she touching all the bacon, but she's like moving the bacon. I'm like putting some of them under her arm. And, like, looking for more bacon, like, whatever has the, like, most amount of meat on it. And her son, who kids will mimic what they see. Right. So he goes over to the other side of the bacon. And now they're touching all the bacon. Just every piece of bacon that you could ever want in the bacon aisle. percent of the community loves bacon. Who doesn't? Even the Jews love bacon and they can't have it. Okay? And I literally looked at her. I was honestly, AP, not going to say a word. But I was so shocked at how flagrantly disrespectful, just like no common sense, just like none. You could see it in her brain. This wasn't something she was doing on purpose. She wasn't intending to hurt anyone, but no common sense. It's because she doesn't see past her. But here's where I 
really and she's have not a even problem. like a horrible person she's just like no i need to go grocery shopping i need some good bacon yeah and that was it that was like the only thought which i can buy into if you're not a mom if you, you know yeah. carried a baby in your belly for nine months, it was your job to keep your body 100%. I see the theory behind what you're healthy, saying. Healthy, careful, you know, watch But that's your step. how these shit brains are made from It, it, it has to people. be. And I, and I thought to myself, shit rolls she downhill. had so many options. Number one, the kids should have been in the cart. I don't have a small baby and I don't want my baby roaming around. Not By the way, no mask, no gloves, no nothing. I mean, I saw people who were like, obviously didn't have masks or maybe couldn't afford it, like putting their shirts up or uh, making their own kind of like makeshift kind of like, you know, uh, mask. Yeah. Nope. Not giving a shit. Holding the, the, the bacon up to the light, like close to her face and shit. And I finally went over to her and I said, what are you doing? And she goes, excuse me. I said, what are you doing? She was like, I'm looking for bacon. I said, so you have to touch all the bacon? I understand that, like, you're looking for the right piece of bacon, number one. But you could have brought gloves. You could have wore a mask. So let's just bypass that. You don't want to wear them. Then visually look with your eyes what you want and then pick out the one bacon that you need. Let's start there. Number two, your kid should be in the goddamn cart. He should not be running around. Why would you want your infant to get fucking sick? Put that three-year-old in the goddamn cart and get him. I don't give a shit if he screams his brain out. You know what I gave a shit more about? Him spreading, like him picking up germs or him spreading germs. I don't want your kid to get fucking sick, which is why I have my mask on. Because I don't want your kid to get sick for me. Like, right. I wear my mask for you. You wear your mask for me. That's how Can that works. Can you really fast segue into this? Because this has just been a funny thought of mine. The people who are wearing gloves, because I saw this twice, mm-hmm. um, and no mask. Makes no sense. I'm like, this is a res- re- respiratory disease? Correct? The lady who made my sandwich today, she goes, well, I don't wear a mask because I'm self-inclining. I said, well, then put on a mask. Get a, get. I said, you can get a cloth mask. Yeah. And there's so many options. It's not an excuse. When you make my sandwich, put a fucking mask on. She did. She was like, no problem. I went, she went and got it. But the bacon lady really got me. Because yeah. here's what I want to say. Common sense tells you. If there was no pandemic going on, mosey all you want. If you want to spend two that, hours. If I saw a woman like touching everything. And my husband, I am being dead serious. Maybe Truly. me not particularly, but my husband, that would really bother Ian. Mm. That would really bother him on a regular ass On day. a regular day would have bothered me anyways, but I would have never said anything. Yeah. But the fact that you are taking your time in the grocery store is mind blowing to me. You should not be taking time to do anything. You should have a list. Yeah. Thousand percent. And if you, you absolutely are a single mom, you can't leave your kid home. I get it. Get that motherfucker in the cart. Get him a little baby mask. And fuck him. And get your ass in that store and get the fuck out. You, This is not the time to be price checking, price comparing, looking at like, okay, so we're going to start there with common sense. And now we're going to slope up to still working people. Use common sense. I'm sorry, but if I hire you to do a job, you should be thinking outside of the box. Right? It, it doesn't matter what job. You could be a fucking garbage man. 
You should be thinking outside of the fucking box every fucking day. You should be like, here's a problem. Yeah. Let me use some common sense and let me get to the next level. I think people who don't use common sense, we should fire them. Like, you're out. You're out. Bye. 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 We got to get you a job that's so fucking non-thinking that you can't fuck it up. Because if you be... as a woman with a with a, with a a child can't use some common sense and go, even if, it, I don't care who you voted for, even if you don't believe it, even if you're like, this is a hoax, COVID doesn't exist. Okay, it just doesn't exist. Even if that's the case, you should still, by the way, whoever fucking whatever animal raised you should raise you with a little bit of common sense. When I went to to respect other people, when I went to Turkey and when I went to Greece, a lot of the they have a lot of, you know, you've been a lot of beautiful churches, very beautiful. And, you know, as women, if you go in the summer, you're wearing tank tops your hair's up like you're exposing skin and before you go into those churches they're like you think you gotta cover up you gotta like you have to cover up to be in here now is god gonna come down and smite me as a lightning bolt gonna hit me on the top of that probably not but out of respect for those people right although it is may not be my religion i am going to respect their values and i'm going to respect their core even if i don't get it even if i don't believe it i'm going to respect it I'm going to cover up my shoulders and cover up my head. I'm not Muslim. I'm not Greek Orthodox. I'm not Catholic. But I still respect exactly what they're asking me to do. Or guess what? If I don't want to respect it, then I don't go in. Right. That it is the same fucking logic. And I don't understand why people can't use just good old fashioned common sense. You know, Ian and I have um, chatted about this actually recently, and I think it's because they are incapable, and I think this pandemic has really shown the percentage of the population that um, is truly uh, less intelligent, less intellectual, um, and I hate saying it like that. No, you're right, because it's not it about is. them not it's caring. It's just the truth, she, when because I look they're at her passionate face, about not caring. Yes. She was, it wasn't like she went in there maliciously. She wasn't like, totally. oh, you idiots wearing no, your masks. No, it really she is a lack genuinely. of education and understanding yes. of the situation. And um, so when you say common sense, like I definitely understand the trigger there, if you will. But at the same time, I've really looked around and realized that they, that's the max capacity there. That's it. That's what they're dishing out. Um, so... I hope that uh, bring back jobs, Nevada. (laughs) So, um, like, I think it was, like, probably about a week and a half ago. Bill had this, like, wax stuff that he was using. And um, it was in this little container, this little glass container. And it had a plunger. And he goes, um, I noticed that the glass was broken at the tip. Like, he couldn't get the wax out. So we were sitting in bed and I said, uh... Oh, by the way, I saw your glass thing with the wax in it. Why was it broken? And he looked at me and he goes, because I couldn't get the wax out. And I looked back at him and said, well, why didn't you just run it under warm water? And he goes, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you right now. You just fucking blew my lid off. Yeah. You just like blew the top. And like, that, to I me, didn't is an intellectual even... to be able right. to say, 
wow, I never thought about that angle before. <laughs> he was Even like, if it made him look like an asshole. Yeah, he was. And, and actually, I actually respected him more. He was just like. He goes, you really are fucking with me right now. Like, I, I didn't even on the think. Counter. Yeah, he goes, I didn't even think. I said, so you were willing to, like, bust the glass, potentially cut yourself. Mm-hmm. You still didn't get what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Instead of warming it up, like, it's wax. Mm. Yep. Well, see? And he was just like, I did not critically think about it in that sense. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no shade to him. Totally. Right? Like, not totally. trying to be an asshole we to him. We have all fucking done We've it, We've all too. fucking done it. We're I like, have... you know what, girl? I didn't even think about that. And then that. it takes one asshole to be like, hey, why don't you do it like this? And you're like, well, <laughs> right. And you're like, I totally should have done that. So, like, I hope that woman literally went home and said to her husband, I don't know what this chick's problem was. She walked up to me. I had a moment like that today. She had a crazy ass outfit on. She was dressed up in her scrubs. Her hair was in a crazy bun. And she was just like screaming at me about the bacon. And I hope her husband goes, well, what were you doing? And I hope she goes, well, I took little Gregory and I didn't. I was like, we were Gregory and I were just like touching all the bacon. And I hope he's like, well, that was stupid, right? Why would you touch everything knowing a pandemic's going on well i'm not sick yeah but you could be a carrier do you, you know, see how that I, works and i really do think embarrassment and shame is a huge moment and i'm not being facetious about this embarrassment and shame sometimes is a huge learning curve today me and ian were outside on his lunch break pulling weeds in our yard just enjoying the most beautiful uh, weather gorge day just trying Gonna to get, get out warmer, guys. Had the baby out getting a little sunshine on oh, his face little, little yeah. tootsie rolls and um it's so cute the neighbor girls across the street were yelling at kane kane's yelling at them but they're both on the sidewalks across the street right. like it was so cute so cute and um the corner neighbor walks over and he says, I see you on your hands and knees weeding. And he gives us a piece of paper. So sweet. An organic um, weed killer mix. And he obviously takes a few steps back. And I realize that we, even though we wave and we give the hi, how are yous, I don't know his name. And like a jackass, I turn around. I was seriously embarrassed like a high schooler. And I go, oh, I'm Alicia. And I reach out my hand. Because you just weren't and thinking. He's older too, and right? He, he takes a step back. Right, he's like this bitch is even further. Yeah, he's like and she's he's an like idiot. away from us. <laughs> right, and I was like, oh my god, I'm. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I've been in the house too long, and right. he starts laughing. But I mean, and that was obviously a small sliver of a moment, and I was truly embarrassed right. during. But I hope when she did go home, even if she threw you shade when you guys had your small encounter. Yes. That she really, really, really was actually embarrassed. So I'm going to share this with you guys because I think it is the funniest story. So I, whenever my husband, so Bill likes to go for outings, like quote unquote. So he'll like, he'll wake up in the morning on a Saturday and he'll just be like, I got to get out of here. It's like, even without COVID, he's just like, I got to get out of here. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, you do you. So he comes back to the house. And he said he was going to, like, return some tools and, like, do some other shit. But it was gone, like, a long time. So I called him and I was like, dude, not cool. Like, if you tell me you're going to A, B, and C, and I know about how long that's going to take you and it's been four hours, like, I am obviously assume you're dead. My anxiety is 100% a disorder. And I'm like, you're dead. So someone murked you. So you killed a bus full of children. Cool, 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 cool. You're in jail. Like, I just go to the worst possible place ever. So he was so funny. He comes back home. He's like, no, everything's fine. Everything's good. So we're, we, he, I'm laying in bed, and he comes in, and he goes, um, but I do got to tell you, I, 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 I may have, like, 
acted out inside of AutoZone. And I was like, well, this is why I don't like you leaving the house. Like, what happened? He goes, he goes, well, I was in line to return these tools. And this guy gets, comes in the store, older guy, walks behind me, gets in line. And it's just like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, what did you do? He goes, well, I just simply turned around and told him, you are disgusting. You are filthy. And you are disgusting. And you ought to be ashamed of yourself. So he kept it light. He goes, there was a bit of an awkward silence. Then I moved over an aisle. He's like, so I'm really hoping that, like, he learned. And I really want people to get that, like, on an everyday level, you should be giving people their own personal space outside of COVID. We've all had a close talker friend or an associate where you're just like, why are you standing so close to me? thousand percent my own husband doesn't stand this close to me can you back up i can literally see your molars and what you ate like back the fuck up Mm -hmm. so i'm hoping that like after this people can really start to appreciate people's like safety zones but i am truly talking to you idiots not our fans because i know i know you guys are fine I am. This goes out to the people that you work with, the people that we love on that listen to this show. This goes out to the bitch that you work with that uses no goddamn common sense. Who's like, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even realize that. Um, I yeah. want people to start to cognitively start to think outside the box it, because not everything in life is about you. Think cognitively. How can I save this person I work with some extra time? How can I save my own self some extra time? Right. How can I like make this process easier? It goes down to the most, to the fundamental level all the way to the fucking top. I've said this my entire driving life. If you are the reason why people have to parallel park you're a part of the problem and i'm just gonna leave it there i feel like that really drove your point if you're the person that pulls up to a gas station and you take the middle one automatically you're the person i'm talking to you are the person i am talking to yeah use some critical thinking it does not take much Think about someone other than yourself. What a fucking bizarre thing to do, too. Oh, I, I see it all the, it all the time. time. No, same. same Pull up to same. the middle fucking gas station. Fuck you. Do you just like that one? You know what I like to do? I like to just like, <laughs> so I do do something a little bit passive aggressive. If I see you at a gas station and you take the middle one, I will pull up beside you and try to park, act like I can't. Mm-hmm. And then I will kind of like roll down my window and I'll go like, did you just get here? And they're like, like, obviously. And I'll be like, Fuck! And then I will move up and then I will park so cl- I will back up so close to your fucking car that you will think if I would have just pulled up to the next one, this stupid cunt wouldn't be two inches from my bumper. You are also a teacher. I try to teach. You try to teach. Yeah. Yeah. Those who I'm can't giving do life lessons out. Life lessons. Absolutely. It just enrages me. So I'm glad you let me get that out. Mm-hmm. I just want people to. And I'm not saying that obviously I'm not perfect. Obviously, there's lots of things that, like, I don't even cognitively think about Mm -hmm. productively throughout my day. Obviously. But I genuinely try to go outside every day and genuinely. Yesterday, I came home. My my trash cans were brought in. I brought them in. My neighbors was still out. I brought his up to his door. Like, it just takes two seconds to think, like, what would I like to happen? Mm -hmm. What would I like for someone to do for me? How would I like this to happen? My husband said to me for his birthday, he was like, I can never compete with you. And I said, you want to know why? 
because I think about you. I truly, and like, it's just not bred into you. You're a dude. You're just like, whatever makes this woman happy. But on the flip side, that dude does a lot of shit to make me super fucking happy. So it doesn't phase me to put together a, a, a fucking movie of all of his friends and family saying happy birthday. Like that doesn't phase me, but like he honestly does do, but even husbands, like it's not an excuse. Think outside of the box. You don't need to spend. This should be a wake up call to everyone. You do not need to spend money on people to show them that you love and care about them. Think outside of the box. What would AP like? What would she love for me that would just mean so much to her? Yes, I could buy you a fucking pair of shoes. I could get you a gift card. But like, what can I truly do as your friend who's known you a really long time? What would make you just like in your heart fucking melt? Absolutely. That's it. I uh, I couldn't agree more, and I think that that's a great all of it, all points. Pop 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 pop, nailed it. Just, yeah. I know. I had to get it out. Well, and you are still out there for the most part. Yeah, truly. so I'm still aggravated. Every and day. so you're still seeing it all the time. Versus, like, I go to the grocery store once a week. Right. I really do, and I'm sorry. I I would shop. For two weeks, but uh, I need fresh produce. Also, um, to the assholes who are on the Karen still going 42 miles an hour while this is going on, I hope you fucking get, I hope your asshole bleeds every time you fucking take a shit. (laughs) Fuck you. No one is out. Nobody is out. No one's out on the road. You know that. You know how you know? Because the president told us so. Go the goddamn speed limit or get the fuck over if you don't want to go 70, I get that. Or Do quarantine. You. I saw a fucking cop this morning. Hashtag stay home. <laughs> I was on the Karen. Well, a lot of people are like still going to work or going to their doctor's appointments. So like fine, whatever. But I get on fucking McCarran and I'm doing like 60 because why wouldn't I? There is no one on the goddamn. Right. And I mean, when I tell you there's no one on the road, there's no one on the road. And Dude, I pull I know. on to Colin. Right? I, I'm on McCarran going past Colin. And this little fucking like Ford fucking four Forester pulls out and like putting along going like 40 miles an hour. Had to turn in front of me. Had to just couldn't miss the light because there's so much traffic. <sighs> and I fucking just I almost lost it. And then I said, you know what, Alex? It's just it's not worth it. See if you can get around this guy. I fucking got around him. I cruise up. I'm going like 64 miles an hour. And I cruise up next to this cop. This is what we're doing right now. I'm going 64. I know I'm going 64. I look over. I saw the cop. I fucking not going to. Mm-hmm. Sl- what am I slowing down for? And he sees like my scrubs and he sees my mask and he was just like thumbs up. Like, dude, get you. Do you. Like, like we're in this together. We're in this together. I'm not going to fucking pull you over for going 60 fucking four miles. Like he there's no one on the road. He might have been doing like a solid. He was right? just like, do you, bitch. Like you look like you're having a blast. I was like, music going, sunroof open, sun in my face. Like. Whereas I think people don't realize that either. Like I cannot, it's not like I'm going out and laying out in the sun. Whereas people who are home all day, like can go out, get the sun, do some weeds, go back to a meeting, go back. Like I am still stuck inside with recycled air conditioning and fucking halogen lights. I'm not happy. If you can't tell, I'm not fucking happy. I'm so happy and blessed to have a job. I am so thankful that like God has blessed me and my family, but just know, bitch, I want to be in the sun too. So when you see that speed limit says 50 and there's no one on the road, bitch, you fucking go the speed limit. You go 50. Well, um, 
I'm going to jump into my entry, which is I have a little thing that I've enjoyed doing, and I'm addicted to listening to NPR. Oh, NPR is great. I love Science Fridays. I like Here and Now. I like Here and Now. I like Here and Now because you know why? It is quick. To the point. Factual. Facts. I mean, these interviews with people who are 10,000 times fucking smarter than me. Yeah. They are great. I'm not kidding you. Like, the wealth of knowledge that I'm gaining within five to ten minutes is really – it's very empowering, especially when I personally feel like at this juncture, I really only have five to ten minutes of attention to give these things before little baby fucking humans need my full attention. And at this rate, I feel like I owe it to them because they're slowly (laughs) slipping into madness, too. Um. (laughs) But one of the things that I found really interesting, there's two. One I found interesting and semi-funny that I thought would be fun to roast. And the other one that is pretty serious and I do not find funny. First, let's just start with a lighthearted one. Okay. Go deeper. Okay. There was an NPR segment on strain strain staying at home. And I thought, okay, well, heard this strain? once. Strain staying, staying at home. Staying at home. Okay. But then I thought, oh, okay, staying at home. Everybody knows it's kind of tough right now. With your partner. And I thought, oh, and they're like, specifically with the person you chose to spend the rest of your yeah, life I was with. Like, then you chose wrong, bitch. That's all I want. Choose like, better. Thank you. Dumb, Obviously, you went into this and they gave, I'm sure, to a lot of people who are struggling this, a lot of helpful tips and tricks to... Um, better navigate their right. marriage. Right. But I'm going to tell you this. If your relationship, and I really do mean this, and I could be totally wrong. I'm not trained in psychology or psychiatry. But I mean this from truly kind of almost a faith-based, but more spiritual. Like in my soul, mm-hmm. I know this. My life is so much better because Ian is there. One hundred percent. One thousand percent. Do we bicker? Fuck yeah. Is he a fucking idiot? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Am oh, I yeah. an asshole? Yes. yes. I, like we said in a few episodes ago, I Maybe. literally wake up and I'm like jackass, and he's like, <laughs> "Have I have <laughs> I allegedly thrown a champagne bottle at his face and missed and hit the wall?" One hundred percent. But that dude is my favorite. Fu- he is my best friend. Oh my god. I fucking love that dude. He also when like before, you know when like something happens on a show and yes. they know that you're going to love it. Yes. And they look at you only to watch your reaction to yes. something that they know is like your life, like yes. church to you. That is I'm I fucking married right. And married the other up. thing that I what really love too. You know how you have a good relationship? There will be something on our DVR that Bill knows that he and I both love. He could watch it. He's home. Yeah. And he could be like, oh, I'll yes. rewatch yes. it with you. He's yes. like, absolutely not. Nope. Nope. Wait we for have this to enjoy bit. this We will together. enjoy this together. Ian and I, I are home all day and he's offended. Yes. If I start something I even never. new without I never. rolling it by him. It's not even like an agreement we previously had. If I started something new that he could potentially be interested in. Upset. It's already like. Yes. Shots fired. That is how you know. And I'm not saying that, like, every relationship is perfect. Every relationship goes through its ebbs and flows. Every relationship. It doesn't matter who the fuck you are. You could be out in these streets on Instagram. You tell those bitches the lies. Tell those bitches the lies. Because I'm hip to the game. I already know when I see these perfect photos of you and your man cooking fucking sausage and fucking chicken, I already know, bitch, what the game is. Yeah, no one's relationship is that perfect. He texted her. So there's that. No relationship is perfect. 
But you should have a homie. Like, I, like, last night, I knew. I was like, I'm going to watch Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. He was like, I got you. I'm going to go watch my show. Mm-hmm. Gang, gang. I'll come upstairs. We'll watch one show, and I'll fall asleep midway through. That I already knew that. I already knew what was going yes. on. But, like, that's my homie. Like, I love that dude so fucking much. I know. And I, I know. And I think about this, and I was listening to this um, doctor, and she's talking about tips and tricks on on spending so much time together. And a lot of people are using this as an excuse as to why their relationships are going poorly. Because they're like, oh, we're just cramped in. We're just like, No, you chose in. the wrong bitch. And I'm like honestly that's it's and i mean that female or male in life right we've all um i've lived with a best friend right and i never had it end like crazy poorly or anything it just you know natural progression you know you move on you get your own places you grow up and i can never remember a time ever where i was and i understand quarantine could be a different category but i'm truly saying I never remember a time where I got home and I was like, oh, this bitch. Like, AP, you and I could this. be locked in together during yeah. quarantine and we, we would be A-OK. Oh, and I know that. Because it depends and on the people that you chose. I chose you. You chose me. That is why I truly believe that this is such an important topic to bring up because I cannot sit back and listen to these bullshit excuses, whether it is actually from a doctor who has more education and more knowledge and experience than I do in that, or whether it's actually from a girlfriend expressing these feelings to me about their partner. I truly, and I, and I'm Frank either way. I don't blow sunshine anybody up anybody's ass. Right. I truly believe that if you are quarantining with somebody that makes you like truly not okay. Like truly unhappy. Yes. Like counseling. I want to tell you, if you you are married to to that person, like if you are actually married to that person, then all those things, meaning work, uh, girls night, uh, book club, all of it, all of it, any fucking thing, fucking pure bar, yoga class. Those are what I like to call good old fashioned distractions. Distractions from actually getting to the real problem. Because when you are at work and you are doing your fucking scrapbook night, whatever the fuck you choose to do. And you are only spending the hours of, I don't know, let's say six to nine with your spouse and he's playing video games and you're watching your show and then he comes upstairs and he gives you a little half-assed kiss on the cheek. And then fuck later days. And then bye. Yeah, of course you guys are fine. If you're not fine, then you have to be like a crazy bitch or he is like a huge dick. Right. right? If these small interactions, but now in this time where it's like, okay, you might have worked remotely from home or hey, you were with the kids all day. Ian and I, and we haven't even been great, but just because of strictly having such, such young children. Well, and yeah, I was going to say, you have a newborn. But like, and when me and him are together, when I was pregnant, I told you, we started playing pickup sticks. Yeah, we <laughs> which were, is wild. We're really reaching for things to do together because, you know, Kane would go to bed nightly at 830 and then we still had all this time together. And it was... You enjoyment know, you should be really enjoying was. yeah when you have kids too like you really learn to have enjoyment time and it is so important to and there is listen if that is the case if you're just like i genuinely love this motherfucker but can't stand him yeah. get into counseling like there is online counseling right now most therapists are doing mm-hmm. online counseling right now mm-hmm. it, there is no fucking excuse i i know a lot of people there really isn't you there guys. really isn't like i am in counseling someone asked me why do you go to counseling every week? 
And I will be 100%. I don't care who asked me. I've I'll asked the you same before answer. every week. Yes. The reason why I go to counseling every week is very simple. I grew up in a very dysfunctional fucking family. And I know that there is shit in me that even I can't even see that I do. Mm-hmm. Fucking habits, bad habits, good habits, fucking can be an asshole, can be real short. I can be closed off. I can, I like to do my own thing. I cannot care about the other person. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever, if my marriage ends, I want it to end because we no longer are in love with one another. Mm-hmm. We That's no longer point. see the love, don't want to be in love. We're done. Mm-hmm. I never want our marriage to end because there was some shit that I genuinely could have fucking worked on. Because your mom told knew. you you yep. weren't cute when you were a kid. Like there is shit that like every day you can be working on yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just like to run it by this bitch. I'm just like, we got an hour. Okay, this is the fight that we had. And I know that like the training that I had from my parents wasn't great. So I don't know. Am I handling this the right way or am I fucking losing my mind? And then if I check in with her and she's like, no, bitch, you're fucking normal. This is fucking fine. This is right. That's what I'm like. Gucci. Bye, girl. Like, it's not like I'm in there every week. Just like, I don't am. No, there are a lot of times when I'm in there just like legitimately doing some self-reflection. Am I being the best person for this dude? Am I showing up and doing the work? Because this dude said he wanted to be with me forever, like forever. Put a ring on my finger. We walked down an aisle. And I want to make sure that, like, I am truly trying to be a good person for this dude who I love so fucking much. And which, by the way, I feel he deserves. He deserves the best me that I can give him. He deserves all of the best parts. And I can tell you, I do not have that in my toolbox to do without some guidance because I wasn't given it from birth. Now, some people were. They they and came from a healthy relationship well, family and they, they know absolutely. how to cognitively work through arguments and fights and not me, dude. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, fuck me. How about I throw a bottle at your fucking head? Cool. Bye. Like, I don't want to be that person. Absolutely. I want to be a good person that he feels comfortable coming to, talking to, having a disagreement with. I don't want him to feel like, I can't even talk to this bitch. Like, when I fucking talk to her, she goes from zero to ten. I don't want to be that chick. Right. So, like, and I know that's already bred in me. So, if I need to go to some chick and talk to her once a week, which, by the way, shout out Terry, rad as fuck, then I will fucking do that for our relationship. Because he means enough to 100%. me to make sure that I am putting my best fucking foot forward every day. So, I think with... Black Mamba really honing in on that experience. Me and my husband, I don't do weekly therapy. Yeah, it's not for everyone. It's just not for me. I'm just saying, and I have done therapy before. I did premarital counseling with my husband, which I thought was absolutely phenomenal for us. And it wasn't spiritual, even though I am, I don't like to say religious, but. Um, I do have my own faith and me and Ian share similar faith, but we didn't go like any faith based route. I didn't feel like that would be really fair to where we're at currently in our life. However, beyond all of that, I really, really want you guys to know. And I think I'm glad like you already like dove into the answer for sure, whether it's fucking online or actually, honestly, you guys just looking in the mirror. And I really mean this. Marriage wise, whether you're in a relationship with somebody, whether you're living girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, truly, that's not good. I'm just going to say it. And people want to dress it up and make all these excuses and and try to fit this square 
peg in a circle hole, a I believe. Hole. That's round, the round hole. Round hole. Round thank hole, you. That is yes. the phrase I'm trying to say. But jokes aside, you guys, quarantining, if you are married or if you are with a partner, this shouldn't, they shouldn't be the problem. They should missing never your be the loved problem. ones, missing work, missing the gym, missing your hobbies. That is a problem. That's a problem. That's Maybe it. struggling with some inner demons of anxiety just overall over the, like, honestly, where the world's going to go after this, how humans are going to interact. That I can bite onto and subscribe to. You Truly. saying you don't like your partner is not something you I can bite onto. You saying the reason why we're fighting is because we actually got a rarity in this lifetime to spend truly more time. what we actually agreed on, right? And what we want, right? You're well, looking towards retirement. We're in each other, and we said for better or for fucking worse, forever. Our souls are however you worded it, right? Me and Ian went in it. We were like fucking souls, blown, my blood, right. ye blood, like. Right. And truly, as much as we do fight, we laugh. And oh, we abs- love. have a good time. And if there is not a day that goes by, even on a bad days, who doesn't have bad days? Where we don't crack a joke. Like, I still love that motherfucker. Crack totally. a joke. Totally. Yes. But I've been hearing a lot of things. And it's not just like from my personal friends. I feel it. I see it. I, I listen to podcasts. I listen to news. I listen to people calling in. And like I said, NPR. I love it because I'm hearing people's opinions. And right. they're not stoked on the life that they chose. And I don't know if that means career-wise. I don't know if that means like where they're at health-wise. I'm talking about like actual the decisions you could have made which is a human another human you were like well and and absolutely and i really do believe too as individuals we are super hard on ourselves like sometimes i wake up and i just feel like i'm not doing the best job like i just feel like some days i wake up and i'm like i'm not being the best wife i'm not being the best mom i'm not doing like the best Mm -hmm. and that's why for me just just personally i check in with terry just to be like you yeah. know, am I, is this all me? Is this in my head? Or like, am I, yeah. what are some things that I could be doing to do things better? And sometimes she's like, dude, you're nailing it. And then sometimes she's like, no, dude, you're not fucking nailing it. You know what the fuck you need to be doing? And it's like, okay, good. I get to pay this lady to like keep my secrets and she's not going to tattletale. Mm-hmm. But like, I can get my shit together. And I will tell you one, almost, you can ask Bill almost 100% of the time. Every time I leave counseling, I call him. And he'll be like, apologize he'll be or like, say thank yeah. you. He'll be like, how's it, how was therapy? And I'm like, you know, dude, I sort of apologize to you. Like, I've been, Absolutely. I noticed that I've been a real dick the last week, hard to deal with. This is what I didn't have the nerve to tell you what I was going through. I didn't have, I don't know why I felt like I couldn't tell you. It's nothing that you're doing. It's more me. Totally. Here's what I've been going through. And I'm so sorry. Like, I promise to you that I'm going to work on it and show up better. Or sometimes I'm just like, no, it turns out you're the dick. So, like, I need you to meet me halfway and, like, really help me. Maybe I'm not verbalizing. Whatever the fucking case is. Mm-hmm. But you can't just be, like, in quarantine just being like, well, Sam, you're the one. I really hope you're not. And I know a lot of you are, regardless. And I mean that. Whether you're our listeners or whether you know somebody like this and it's your sister, it's your mom, it's your it's your best friend. Um, I don't know. Maybe let them listen to this because it is a real thing and it actually um does matter. It does matter, you truly. This is your life super matters. Like spending your lifetime short. Oh my god. It goes by Um, so quick. I meant that to be more of a roast, but I think it actually got more serious. And uh, before we wrap up, I I have to talk about this. Because I am one 
to make jokes. I don't care. Honestly, I'm like tasteless. Right. I don't care what ethnicity you are. Right. I don't care if you are. I don't care. If Just there's a joke, a joke to be made. I'll make the joke. I'm going to make the joke. Right. And you know what? I carry myself in company that allows that. Correct. I, I'm not around. My best aren't easily offended. Right. I don't come from a stock. None of us do. That's easily even our, offended. Even our, our girl group. And we are all different shades, ages. And I feel like gang, gang, we get it. Gang, like, gang. We get it. Exactly. And I love my group because it's so diversified. So nobody could really ever look at me, even though they want to, and accuse me of some shit. So I want that to be said first and foremost. What's going on right now with um, hate crimes against Asians during this? Disgusting. You all who truly, truly, and I will, okay, I can't even. Or anyone of an Asian descent is the reason for this. And if you are acting out on them because of this, I literally, you are the fucking problem. You are the true, actual disease of this fucking world. You are the actual problem. You are the problem. And um, I actually, when I was, I had to look at I want you to wear no mask. I want you to wear no No, gloves. This is why this is here to to rain down because, and you know, the irony of the people who are doing hate crimes against Asian people, you aren't wearing masks. You aren't wearing gloves. And I truly hope, and I mean this, I hope this is like, blasted out somewhere and somebody t- gets offended by this truly i hope that you don't wear gloves and masks and i hope that you take this home to your elderly and i hope you start at the root yes i hope this disease hope the root starts the at the fucking root i hope it takes out your elders your fucking ancestors yep. i hope it takes All you your and you and your fucking, fucking family in that fucking line in that because I, I know you got your racism from you to your know. family i will Fucking make a joke. I know that don't some care. people don't think that the that Trump the Trump thing of him saying this virus came from China. I actually thought that was hilarious, and then I realized because no, that he, was a very because it is stupid to make that comment. Obviously, to this with. is a global pandemic. It even is if stupid. It, even if just like when people said AIDS came from fucking monkeys and fucking homosexuals, you dumb, 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 you dumb. Dumb, stupid motherfuckers. You are what is fucking wrong. You are what's fucking us up. So you get what I'm saying, right? Fucking just, I don't get it. I literally. It's like, a book, open it. Book <laughs> open. Book open, bitch. And the, the thing you, is. Instead, you want to open a book yeah. to read about how you can get your vagina wet, but you won't open a book to figure out where these fucking, where this shit came from. And Fuck you know, you. shame on me too, because I live in a world sometimes where I'm like, no, this isn't really happening. <sighs> And after I listened to this NPR segment, I had to go look it up because I thought they must be. No. But no. that's why I love it's NPR because you know why? They're impartial. Yep. And it is cut and dry. And there is a rise in. I listened to an amazing Asian doctor who was giving his um, input. Oh, I could even get emotional, you guys. He's giving amazing input about how he's helping all these people. And his mom is Chinese, and she hangs the little shit from her car mirror and the little cat, the head fucking bobbles. Yeah, with the arm. And somebody broke in and vandalized her car. Of course they did, because they're pieces of shit. And I don't, obviously we don't know outright if that was a hate crime. However, um, a lot of the 
the police work and, and people around that area, they can deduct that because it's been happening. And I don't know where he didn't specify where she's at or where she's from or, you know, in the, in the U.S., obviously. Right, 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 right. But um, I just hope. Stop doing that, you guys. Uh, this just, is not again let me repeat uh, and i know none of our from, listeners are i really know i know that. none and of I our listeners this, are i just i shit. hope you guys the energy that we're giving off here in the studio i hope you give off to the to the world and, and you mean, have these conversations and I because they was, are important absolutely and i thought it was important to to say that i make jokes about every ethnicity every um race including my own i don't think there's anything worse on the face of this planet truly than white trash there is some, I mean, look, Tiger King, enough said. Oh, you can please. say anything you want about any ethnicity, any race, any um, religious belief. Whatever, you know, whatever, whatever it is. But when it all comes down to it, it should be. Can't um, be hurting people. You, regardless. I mean, truly. You just you cannot. Guys, and, and I also want to say before we end that you guys, again, use some common fucking sense. Okay. Dr. Phil is barely a doctor, okay? I'm pretty sure Oprah sent him to a nine-week class, and that is how he became a psychologist. Let's start fucking there. Dr. Oz, fucking blowhard, fucking suck a dick, whatever. If my elbow hurts, if the joint in my elbow hurts, or my hip hurts, you know where I'm not going to go? A proctologist. You know who I'm not going to go see? My gynecologist. I'm going to go to an orthopedic doctor. Stop taking advice from neighbors who are not physicians who specialize in pandemics, who specialize in disease health. You do not listen to motherfuckers who do not specialize in a certain thing. Okay? If you've got migraine headaches, you see a neurologist. If your pussy hurts, you go see a gynecologist. You don't go and see, I don't know, your podiatrist. And you're like, he's like, so what's going on with your feet? You're like, oh, my feet are great. But my pussy's on fire. He's not going to, he's going to be like, okay. He's gonna be like, I had one chapter, one chapter in the semester about that. That was it. But that was about 40 years ago. But have a of opinions. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> You guys, use some common sense. Yeah. Stop listening to doctors who are not actually specialized in pandemics, who are not specialized in infectious disease. Use common sense. You guys. And listen to the right people. Crack open a book. You motherfuckers got nothing but time. When you crack open your beer, crack open a book. And let me tell you guys, um, we are local to Reno, Nevada. FM1. Yes. I said FM1. <laughs> Bitch, I, I haven't even I used a drive dial in an my 05 with no auxiliary cord. And it is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Obviously, besides the NPR podcast, but you right. have to wade through a lot of other segments. Shit to get through it. Yeah. You guys, 91.7. Just uh, do yourselves a favor if you're local to the area. If you're not local to the area and you are a listener, I really enjoy these quick segments. Um, NPR, here and now. Also... If you're going to go outside without a mask and gloves because go you're on your yourself. feelings, not only go fuck yourself, but why don't you crack open mask. a book, educate yourself, go online to Google who has everything, educate yourself before you stupidly go outside and infect other people. Just like when I was single, I wasn't fucking raw dog. So that was the thing I wasn't doing. 
because I knew that AIDS was a very real thing that didn't come from monkeys and didn't come from the gays. So just, again, <sighs> use some goddamn common sense. Yeah, that and was And I hope wild. you guys have a great rest of your week. I really do, too. Might have been a heavier, a heavier segment. We haven't but, done a really good hate entry in a while. But so that is, is, I hate hate. I, know, I, I hate, hate God, and I, I hate am, stupid people. I really hate hate. I do hate fucking stupid and people. And I ref- I hate people who refuse to educate themselves and who watch one station and they're like, well, this is where I get all there is. And like, someone said all the black people who are getting released from prison are murdering everyone. Shut the fuck up. You're dumb. Do some goddamn research and use common sense and know that they're releasing low-level fucking criminals who have already served the majority of their time and are going to serve the majority in house arrest anyways who are probably going to be paroled. They're not releasing rapists. They're not releasing murderers. They're not really... Just like willy-nilly, like, who wants to get out of here? Oh, if that's the case, R. Kelly is a famous person and he can't get out. Use common sense. And that's it. It's going to wrap up this episode yeah, of The Hate Journals. We, love you, we love you guys. You know, you can always email us at thehatejournals at gmail.com. If you want to send me statistics and any other bullshit, save your fucking time. Not going to read it. Got to fucking immediately delete it. Um, you guys can follow us on Twitter at Hate Journals and, of course, on Instagram, The Hate Journals. We love you guys, and love we will you. see you next week. Bye. Bye.